0: Uh, give us the privilege to be here today. Amen. Amen. Are you thankful for that? Amen. Amen. I hope your attitudes that I don't have to go to church, but I get to go to the house of God. Let's all stand. Find a, a blue back hymnal if you have it. Uh, I do think, uh, I think that uh, Grace said that this is in the red back, maybe in the insert. Uh, but let's do blue back, page 19. Brethren, we have met to worship. That's why we're here today to honor the name of the Lord and to worship Him, worship Him in His house. Let's sing it out today as unto the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Brethren, we have met to worship and adore the Lord our God. Right to, hand, hey hand, hey all is vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One comes down. thread pray, and holy manna will be showered. sinners right oh help us Lord on the brink of woe death is coming hell is moving can you bear to oh my see our fathers and our mothers and our children sing down. Brethren, pray and holy manna will be showered all around. Sisters, will you join and help us? Moses, sister, aided him. Will you help the treasure? Tell, oh, that's what we got to do, church. The Savior, tell them that He will be found. Sisters, pray, and holy manna will be showered all around. Let us, oh, do you love Him today? Amen. Yeah, man does love each other to let us love and pray for sinners till I, I'm looking forward to that here's what he's gonna do he'll call us home to heaven and he'll Himself and serve us with sweet manna all around. Oh, I like that, don't you? I love that last verse. Let us love our God supremely. Let us love each other too. Listen, if you love the Lord, you're going to love your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen? Uh, Praise God. If we're not, if we say we love God and hate our brethren... The Bible says we're liars, amen? And that's not what the preacher said, that's what the Lord says. All right, let's sing glory to his name, 548 in the blue book or 113 in the red back hymnal today. Glory to his name, that's why we're here, amen. Do you believe the Lord's worthy of our worship today? Amen. I'm not here to see or to be seen, I'm here to lift up the name of the one that's worthy and that's Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Praise God. Down at the cross where the Savior died Down where for cleansing from sin I cried There to my heart was the blood Sing now, glory to Let's worship Him, Church. There, to my heart, was the blood applied. Glory to His name. I am so wondrous. Aren't you glad you say today? Jesus so sweetly bides within. There at the cross where he took me in Glory to his name Sing it out Glory to his name Glory to his name There to my heart was the blood of light The glory fountain that say, Aren't you glad? I am so glad I have entered in. There Jesus saves me and keeps me clean. Glory to His name. Here's what we'd like to see happen now. Come to this fountain so rich and sweet. Cast thy poor soul at the safe yours feet. Plunge in today and be made complete. Glory. Shake hands with your neighbor. It's good to be here today. Praise the Lord! When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. I believe that's what's going to make heaven worth it all—is just seeing the Savior's face. Amen. Bowing down at His nail-scarred feet and thank Him for saving our souls. I'll tell you if it were to all end right there, it'd be worth it all just to say thanks for saving a wretch like me. But that's not going to be the end. That's going to be the beginning. Amen, just one endless eternity. Amen, just of praise. Somebody said, well, I don't know if I want to go to heaven or not. Amen. Uh, but listen, if you're going if you, if to go to heaven, you better get used to praising him down here because that's what heaven's going to be about. It's going to be a place of celebration, a place of praise. It's going to be a place of worship. It's going to be a lively place. Amen. I don't believe there's going to be any uh, deadheads in heaven. Amen. Uh, amen. You deadheaded Baptist, you better uh, wake up and get ready and get excited and uh, shout the victory because heaven is going to be a place of celebration. Amen. And I've got more to go to heaven for than I did yesterday. Do you believe that? Amen. Heaven's getting sweeter all the time. Amen. Praise God. Well, we appreciate your presence. Appreciate all the Lord's doing and a wonderful crowd here uh, on this uh, Sunday, May the fifteenth. Just by way of announcements, we'll get right into it. I do appreciate all the help uh, that um, was offered up to the uh, Ark Ministries golf tournament yesterday. I'm absolutely exhausted, worn out. Amen. Because uh, I'm the only one that did anything. Holly and and all and Josh and all them they didn't they didn't do anything. Nick did all the work. Y'all believe that, right? No, not exactly, but uh, we had a wonderful day. You say, Preacher, how'd you do? Well, I didn't finish last. Amen. My team didn't finish last, so we're making progress. Uh, amen. But Dylan's team won. Now, let's think about that. He's the treasurer of the ministry, and his team won. Something just don't seem right there, does it? Uh, amen. Bob Brown said, uh, uh, said tell Dylan that uh, liars and cheaters go to hell, so... Uh, Amen. So I'll just leave that one there. But uh, do remember, boy, we're so excited about next Sunday night. Next Sunday night, combined service with Friendship Baptist Church uh, here in Greenville. Talk to uh, Brother uh, Cecil Mills, um, let's see, on Friday. And uh, he's he's fired up and ready. And uh, again, uh, Michael Brobeck's dad, Tank Black, will be here. And he's going to be the guest speaker. And he's going to tell you a little bit about his story and his testimony and I don't know what it is, I'm just expecting a really, really big big night next Sunday night. I just think God's going to do something really, really special. And let's pray because I really believe that there will be some people that will be willing to come out to that service that may not normally be willing to come to God's house. Let's pray that Lord will show up, uh, that uh, people will get under conviction, and that we'll, we'll have a host of sinners come to know Christ uh, next Sunday night. Wouldn't that be great? Amen. People get born again next Sunday night. Again, May 22nd. Remember that. Spread the word. We've got it going out on the TV and the radio. Got an ad going in the newspaper this week. So spread the word and make sure that you tell everybody about what the Lord's going to do. Also, then the following Sunday morning here at United, we're going to have Jonathan Wilburn. Again, uh, nationally uh, renowned recording artist, uh, used to sing with the Wilburns. Uh, and then spent uh, many years as the lead singer for uh, Gold City. And he'll be with us uh, on Sunday morning sharing his gift of music. Uh, again, we're going to uh, change things up on that Sunday. We will not have Sunday school that morning, and we're going to start a little early. Uh, we're going to start at 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, so uh, spread the word about this service, and again, I'm sure that'll be a great Blessing to you as well. Don't forget the new website, again, www.ubcgreenville.com, and again, join that. Elma, have we got our five givers yet? We're close. Okay, well, uh, amen. If you haven't, go on there and just make a small uh, contribution. Just we're trying to work all that. If you want to make a large uh, donation, that'd be all right too, Amen. But uh, amen, we're just trying to make sure that our online giving, uh, that that aspect of the website is, is working. Join the website. Again, we're going to be giving out uh, prayer requests, announcements. We've got a church blog, so we're excited about that. We still have the prayer list for lost souls in the back. Remember that. Uh, again, UFC program. I, I want to remember, or just say this, uh, praise God for what the Lord's done. Uh, again, as we did suspend our UFC program through the COVID uh, time period, but uh, we started that back in September of this year. And, boy, hadn't God blessed that as uh, we've averaged anywhere from 40 to just short of 50 uh, young people um, uh, throughout the year. And, boy, God has blessed. But we are going to we'll suspend that program through the summer. We're going to finish out the month of May, and then we're going to give our teachers and workers a break through June, July, and, uh, amen, at least part of the month of August. And uh, we'll, we'll get that going back during the, during the fall. But I think our teachers and workers are going to go crazy if we don't give them a little bit of a break. So, amen. I appreciate everybody. It takes everybody coming together and working hard to do their part. Amen. And I believe God's going to continue to bless our church uh, because of it. We've got some other announcements there. You can read through those. Uh, prayer requests this morning. Do especially remember, appreciate Anthony and Joanne and Michael and the family being here today. Uh, tragedy experienced in that family, of the Lane Justice family, as uh, Anthony's sister uh, again had the amputation uh, several days back. And we thought everything was going fine, but uh, long story short, she became septic and, uh, and, and, and she passed away. But you know um, what our lo- what is our loss is heaven's gain, amen. And uh, well, what a difference it is just having that blessed hope of knowing where she's at. She's with Jesus. But just continue to remember this family in prayer. Again, we'll be uh, providing you with specific details regarding those arrangements. But we love uh, Anthony and Joanne, Michael, the entire family. Remember them in prayer. Continue to remember Bob Price. I visited Bob and Pat several times this week as. Bob is now at Quillen uh, Medical Center in Johnson City. Uh, Again, he's making progress, but he still needs our prayers. So remember uh, Brother Bob Price in prayer. Uh, Continue to remember Cheryl Filing. uh, Also Doris Townsend. Remember Doris, as she is also at an assisted living type facility in Johnson City. Had the opportunity to visit with her, but we need to continue to remember her in prayer. Remember Tyler Black in prayer. Continue to remember my dad uh, in his health. Uh, also, um, uh, amen, uh, let's see, a few others, I'm trying to think, Pam puts these in, she puts these in bold for me to help me out and I still get confused, so y'all pray for me. Let's continue to remember Miss Dolores' daughter Tiffany, remember her in prayer, also Peggy and Pam Bryson, appreciate all the prayers that went up for Gene Shelton, Jean uh, again, uh, had the blockages, they put the stents in. He had uh, one blockage that was 98%, another one over 80%, but they put the stent in, and now Gene's doing He's at home recovering, and he's doing well. So uh, he wanted me to let you know that he appreciated your prayers. Let's pray for our Supreme Court justices. Amen? And, uh, boy, it's just a tragedy, the lack of protection, and, and boy, how that... Uh, the liberals, they're going to cry out uh, against one side, but then when things turn and when things change, it's a totally different story, amen? But we need to remember these Supreme Court justices, as again, Roe versus Wade hangs in the balance, and I uh, appreciate the stand that these uh, that these justices are willing to make, uh, amen? But uh, certainly they're putting their own lives and their own families in danger. Uh, but boy, i tell you, I'm expecting a positive ruling um, probably sometime in the month of June. So let's remember our justices. Boy, there ought not be any question where you stand regarding Roe versus Wade. Amen. I believe God's people are a people of life. Uh, choose life over death. Amen. The devil is, uh, amen, he's, he's, uh, uh, amen. He's, he's the one that's involved in death, but God... He's the giver of life, amen. I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I don't know if anybody saw it, but certainly we need to pray for those in New York that were affected by the, the supermarket shooting. I believe it was 10 that were killed uh, in that. And what I was hearing this morning maybe is that that guy, he did that by way of live stream. Uh, went in there and, uh, you know, had some kind of device camera on. I mean, our world is going crazy. And you know the problem is we've abandoned God. Yeah. We say, Well, why would God uh, let these things happen? It's not God's fault. We're the one that asked him to leave. Amen. Uh, amen. So we need to remember all these going on in our society right now. Let's uh, we'll open it up if you have any prayer requests you'd like to add at this time. You know, we took God out of the
1: schools, almost years, Yeah, so man. Back in the
0: 50s, what, what do you That's right, Sam. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, sir, Sam. Praise God, brother. Go ahead, Randy. Uh, I'd
2: like for everyone to remember my former pastor. Uh, he driving to death
1: for me.
0: Amen. very, very and
2: Amen. Okay. So remember him, Johnson. Uh, and, uh,
0: always remember those lost Amen, amen. Remember Lester and Kay Johnson. Remember uh, Randy's uh, lost family. How many of you have lost uh, loved ones that we need to remember in prayer? Amen. Somebody else today? Hannah Lively family and Nathan Venerable. Uh, listen, folks, you don't have to be uh, old to get sick or to die. Amen. Amen. Remember these families in prayer. Somebody else this, this morning. Yeah, continue to remember Elma and her her health. Yeah, go ahead, Barbie.
3: Great. that in that same predicament. Amen, Barbie. They just have to be there to make people comfortable, but their heart is with those people, and to know that she cannot, she says that she prays with them, and she asks them with her to say, but uh, it is really, it breaks her heart.
0: Amen. Remember all of our healthcare workers, but especially our hospice nurses, I can't think of a harder job. But I'm thankful there are those that are willing to do it, aren't you? Amen. Amen. Somebody else today? Yeah, go ahead, Anthony. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Lord does know. This gentleman that Anthony had the opportunity to minister to uh, the other day. Others this morning. Paul Crittenden in prayer. Amen. Amen. Hey man. hey man! It's good, Sarah. Hey man! That's right. I like it. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, sis. Okay. Amen. Amen. And she works at a nursing home and she just can't, sometimes she just can't uh, take things that go on up there. Okay. Amen. Her right. sister's daughter, Christy. Would you say last name? I'm sorry. Hinkle. Hinkle. Yeah, don't get offended if she takes their name off. She can put it back on. Just let her know. Anyone else? Kelsey Shelton, Steve Godsey, and Marley Shaw. Anyone else this morning? My goodness. Amen. Amen. One day they'll be begging for another opportunity, Linda. Jake, did you have one? Uh, yes, my aunt Henson, she's had with the Amen. Amen. I love it. Eric's a good friend of mine. Love him dearly. Amen. That's a. Uh, Sheila Hensley, Chris Cutchall, and Eric Cutchall. Go ahead, Joanne. i Shannon Farrell uh,
3: uh,
0: uh, uh, Cher, Black. All right, any other prayer requests? Remember Brian Cannon in prayer. Yeah, go ahead, sis. Also, remember my husband, Jerry Richards. Jerry Richards. Anyone else? Remember Josh today as he's preaching. Unspoken requests by the uplifted hand. We've already asked for lost loved ones. Let's not forget our missionaries on the field. Uh, churches alike, faith, amen. I just, I tell you, we need to, we need to uh, pray for all churches that are preaching the gospel, amen, amen. We'll gather around the altar. If you'd like to join us, you can do so. If not, pray there in your seats. We've got a lot to pray about, church. Amen, amen. So much to be thankful. Amen. That's good. See us. Lyle, you lead us in prayer, brother. Father, we thank you, God, one more time that we can just come into your house and, Lord, worship you. and. Father, thank you, God, for uh, everything you do for us. And, Lord, uh, every good and perfect gift, Lord, you bestow upon us. God, we're not worthy of anything, but, God, we sure are thankful for everything you do. Uh, Lord, on our behalf, God. Oh, Lord, God, I pray, Lord, that, uh, Lord, more than ever I'd be sensitive to God just to how much I need you and where I'd be without you. And, Lord, I do love you, God. Lord, I failed you. Many, many times, God, I've fallen short of your glory. But, oh, God, today I pray that you just uh, help us to be found faithful in all things whatsoever we do. Have you will in your way, Lord? I pray your presence might be real. I pray, God, your people might be blessed. Lord, your word might be proclaimed. Oh, God, I pray today, Lord, that you just help us, God. And, uh, Lord, uh, Lord, now more than ever, God, to have an urgency, God, and a desperation, God, and, uh, Lord, to be found faithful, God, the work you've called us to do, Lord, I praise Jesus, God, you bless the testimonies, the music, the offering, the prayers, God, the preaching as it goes, forth. that it might all, God, renown to thy glory, thy honor and praise, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you uh, meet every need, touch every heart, those who are away from you, God, that they might get right, Lord, that there might be one amongst us, God, to save them, Lord, it's too late. God, draw us all closer to yourself. Bless Brother Bob, Lord. I pray, God, for him. Lord, I pray, Father. Uh, Lord, for uh, Lord the Elaine Justice family, God. I pray for Cheryl. I pray, God, for Doris. God, I pray, God, Lord, that uh, you bless my dad. Lord, bless him. Uh, God, I pray, Father, for uh, Lord. Bryson, Lord, I pray for Tiffany, God, I pray for Brother Gene, God, I pray for our leaders, God, our Supreme Court justices, God. uh, Lord, I pray that you bless our nation, God, help them to turn back to need. Lord, I pray for uh, Brother Randy and Lester Johnson, Lord, I pray for Kay Johnson, Hannah Lively, I pray for family, bless the Hannah Lively family, bless uh, Nathan Venerable, God, I pray for Elma. I pray for Mike Beck, I pray for Heather Greer and Joanne, Uh, Lord I pray for Paul Crittenden. Lord I pray for Christy, Lord I pray for Kelsey Shelton, Steve Godsey, I pray for Marley Shaw and Sheila Hensley, Lord and Chris Cutshaw and Eric, God thank you Lord for his obedience today, pray for Shannon Farrell Black, pray for Brother Brian and his help, I pray for Jerry Richards, God, oh Lord today I pray. God use me today. God, I need your help, God, this morning. morning, Lord. I pray you just help to preach the truth, Lord, that uh, you
2: laid on my heart, God, and you a help
0: to bless you, Father. And Lord, we're gonna praise you in advance. All right, we'll have a couple of ushers come forward. I do need two children. Amen. Come on. There's one. Where's number two? There's number two. All right. Again, thankful for the opportunity to give unto the Lord and then also our children's missionary offering. Anthony, you lead us in prayer, brother. There's power in the blood today. Amen. Amen. Thankful for the blood of Jesus. Appreciate Brother Randy Turner. Randy's going to sing a song for us before the message this morning. You pray for him as he comes. Come on, Brother.
2: Yes, sir. Brought us out to church. And if he don't do nothing else for me all day, he has richly blessed me this day. Amen. There's nothing no greater than God's love. Amen. Uh, then the was talking back there. I don't see how people make it through this old wicked world Try, that we live in without Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Paul said, if God be forward,
0: him.
2: So I'm a servant of one of the Almighty. It's good, Randy. That knows all things. Able to do all things. He said with well, me these things see how they can
1: live
2: and stand. The sissy said that one person said that he didn't need that trash or she every which one was she was trying to buy him out. to food. And my brother knew, one day, he'll, one day, every who it was, I wish they had the opportunity back. Amen. Pray for me. Oh, may Zingrace, how sweet the sound that say the wreck like me. I want. Yeah, t'was grace that taught my heart to fear yeah, and grace my fears relieved how praise. Believe amen, amen. through oh, many yes. days, just toils, and snares. I Praise God, hey, man, good, praise God, Hallelujah. and when the battle's over, we shall see the King. Yes, we shall see the King. Yes, we shall see yeah. the King, and when the battle's over, we shall see the King in I new. Jerusalem, <laughs> see the king, see the king, and when the battle's over, we shall see the king in that new Jerusalem. Hey amen. That's good, brother. Do you love the Lord this morning? Yeah. Can I hear a big amen? Like? Hey
0: Praise God. Yes, sir, brother. Come on, sis. Mind the Lord.
3: I just want to thank you, Lord, for every time you heard me pray. I just want to thank you for always being there. Thank I just want to thank you lord thank you lord oh i just want to thank you lord for every time you heard me pray i just want to thank When I'm so down and down, You came along and you made me want to shout I just want to thank you
0: Did you enjoy that today? Amen. Amen. We have so much to be thankful for, don't we, church? Amen. On our worst day, we're still blessed. Now, yeah, somebody hold my mic. All right, turn to Jeremiah 18, Jeremiah chapter number 18, in the Word of God today. Appreciate the Lord's presence, appreciate the Spirit of God today, but now let's hear the Word of God. Amen. Now for some of you all this will be somewhat of a rerun for if you were here Wednesday night, we're going through the book of Jeremiah. Amen. But um, I just believe this is where God would have us to be today. If you want to stand in reverence to God's word, you can, if not, we do understand. Jeremiah chapter 18 verse number one, the Bible says, if you find your place, say Amen. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then it went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. I like this. So he made it again. Amen. How many of you are thankful he didn't throw the clay away? Another vessel has seemed good to the potter to make it. Father in heaven, I love you. I pray that the word of God would be a blessing today. Lord, just reading your word, we're so blessed to hold in our hands what we believe to be the perfect, um, preserved word of God. Lord, I pray today that you just... Use us, Lord. Thank you, God, that we get to come to church and hear good songs uh, that uplift the name of our Savior, God. And, uh, Lord, offer our prayers and give you our testimonies. Lord, I pray you'd use the preaching of thy word this morning, God, just to fall on our ears and penetrate our hearts. And, Lord, make a difference for time and eternity, God, that would just draw us closer to thee than we were before we came in. Lord, we can't do anything without you. We need your unction. We need your Holy Ghost touch this morning. Uh, But Lord, I pray, Father, that you'd use your word just to to challenge our faith, God, and help us to realize this morning that you are the potter, we're the clay. God, we're going to praise your name, and Lord, we're just going to keep on serving you till the trumpet sounds. And God, when we see your face, we believe we'll be able to say it's been worth every mile of the trip. Honor your word today. Exalt your son by way of your humble servant. God, we're going to praise you for who you are and what you do. In Jesus' name we pray, all God's people said. You may be seated. A familiar passage of Scripture, Jeremiah chapter 18, where the great prophet of Judah uh, provided uh, God's people with a wonderful illustration regarding... The providential hand of God as it exists in and upon the lives of God's people. Um, Here in this chapter, the man of God used the example of a potter and the potter's wheel to demonstrate the hand of God. Aren't you thankful today for that unseen hand? The unseen hand of God. And I'm thankful this morning that even when it doesn't seem like the Lord's working... He's still working. You know, sometimes the devil wants us to think that God has forsaken us or abandoned us. Uh, and and let's just be real today. Sometimes the presence of God doesn't seem as near to us and as real to us as it does at other times. But that doesn't mean that God is not just as close to us as He is at that moment when His presence feels more real than ever. Listen, I'm thankful for feelings today, but I, I, I'm glad my salvation is not determined by how I feel. Amen. Amen. My salvation depends upon faith rather than a feeling. But uh, as the old, old song says, standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. Uh-huh. Amen. And He's still in the process today of doing a great and mighty work in the world and especially in and through the lives of His people. God is still on His throne, church. Uh, He's still pulling the strings. He's still calling the shots. And in this day of chaos and confusion, my Bible tells me in the book of Hebrews uh, that He still upholds all things by the Word of his power. He's still got the whole world in his hands. Do you believe that? Somebody said the world's falling apart, but I say it's just falling right into place. Just exactly according to the providential and sovereign plan of an almighty God. You know, if we're not careful, we will allow current events. And uh, nothing wrong with uh, keeping up with the the news and the latest headlines, but you better be careful because uh, the devil will use, especially the bad news that, and in that that seems like all we hear is more and more bad news. I'm thankful I got some good news today, Amen. The gospel of Jesus Christ is still state saving sinners, but if we're not careful, we will allow all the bad news and all the daily headlines that come across uh, our cell phones to affect our spirits and to cause us to become defeated rather than to live in a spirit of victory. Amen? I don't care what happens in the world. The truth is, we don't know what's going to happen before this day's over. I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but things probably are going to get worse before they get better. Say amen right there. But you know, again, my future as a child of God is brighter than it's ever been. Why? Because in a changing world, we still serve an unchanging God. Uh, you say, what do you mean, preacher? Well, I serve a God who always has been and always will be. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday Today and forevermore, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of a turning. We find here in Jeremiah 18 this illustration of the potter and the clay that I am convinced does just as good of a job as any other in the Scriptures of reminding us that we serve a God that is still in control. Amen? And He still has a work for us to do. And I don't know about you, I want to be involved in His work. Amen? I don't want to be a spectator. I want to be a participator. I never have been satisfied with being on the sidelines. I want to be in the game. Amen? So let me just share some things with you this morning. I pray you to be a blessing. And to the best of my ability, this is where God would have us to be. Let's notice the instructions, verse number 1 and 2. The word which came to Jeremiah. I'm thankful God still has a word. Amen. And not only do we serve an unchanging God, but we have an unchanging Bible. Amen. Amen. That word of God that that you're holding in your lamp, it is just as sure, it is just as uh, uh, certain and as steadfast today as it was the day it was penned as God breathed it out to holy men of old. But there was a word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house. God provided Jeremiah with a, very, uh, with a set of very important instructions to follow. And the truth God had for the prophet to receive depended upon whether or not Jeremiah cooperated uh, with the Lord's instructions. God wants to do a great and mighty work in our lives. Amen? But so often, whether or not He is able to do His work in our lives depends upon whether or not we're willing to cooperate with Him. Amen? I I want to be a cooperator when it comes to the Lord's work. Amen? I I don't want to be the one uh, that's guilty of butting heads with God. Uh, I want to make sure that Uh, I'm going, I'm rowing in the same direction that God is. Amen. There's an illumination. Verse number 2, And there will I cause thee to hear my words. This is very important. The work God wanted to do, yes, it depended upon Jeremiah's cooperation, but yet it could not occur unless the Lord opened the prophet's ears and caused him to hear the Lord's word. Man must cooperate with God and he must be cooperative to God's plan but yet the Lord uh, always is the initiator and the instigator of anything God does if God does anything in your life if God does anything in my life if God does anything in our in our families we won't be able to take the credit or get the glory of it out of it But it it won't be because of what we do. It'll be because of the work God does. Amen. Amen. And I'm thankful that God. Do you know God knows how to do a a better work in your life than you do? Amen. When when I take the reins and the wheel of the work that He's trying to do in my life, that's when I mess up. And that's when I make a mess out of His purpose. Amen. Uh, It's not what I do. It's what God does. And many times the work that He does is in spite of me. He is the initiator. He is uh, the instigator of His work. Amen. Uh, We love Him today because He first loved us. No man comes unto the Lord unless the Spirit draws Him. Uh, No man seeks after God. There is no beauty that we should desire Him. We didn't come looking for Him, but glory to His name, He came looking for us. Amen. Amen. He is the pursuer. He is the performer. And He is the perfecter of our faith. He's the author of it. And He's the finisher of it. And we must give Him the credit. In other words, He's the potter. And we're the clay. Amen. Say that with me today. He's the potter. Oh, that's pitiful. I'm going to preach 30 extra minutes just because of that right there. He's the potter. He's the potter. We're, the clay. We're the clay. See, what we want to do is we want to get the roles reversed. Amen. We think that, that amen, we can take control uh, of the situation. And that we know how to, uh, to form the vessel of our lives better than God does. No, God is the master potter. Amen. Amen. I'm not qualified to be the potter. All I have the ability to do is to be pliable and moldable as the clay. Amen. This may not help nobody else, but it sure is helping your pastor today. Amen. Creation, verse 3, Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. How many of you still believe today that the Lord's still doing a great work on the wheels? Amen. And the work God is working in our lives and in and through His creation is not just any work, but it is a great work. In fact, God's work is the greatest work that ever has or ever will take place. He's still working a great work in His creation. He's still working in, working a great work in America He's still working a great work in Greenville. He's still working a great work in your family. He's still working a work in my life. Do not let uh, the climate or the horizon of our day convince us to lose hope in the great work of God. The The great work that God wants to do in your life and in my life and our church, it doesn't depend upon the circumstances. It'll occur in spite of them. But if we're not careful, we will lose hope in God's great work. Because, amen, things are not convenient. Because things are... Hey, did you know things don't have to be uh, comfortable for God to do a great work? Things don't have to be convenient. Did you know that things don't have to be easy for God to do a great work? In fact... I think if you study the Word of God, you'll find that some of the greatest works that God ever has done has been in the most improbable situations, the most unlikely. Amen. At the last moment when it looks like there's no hope, that's when God intervenes and does. But you know what? Then when you look back and you say, hey, he was doing a great work the entire time. I just couldn't see it until the story was finished. God's still working a work. Don't you ever lose hope in the fact that God... You know, you say, well, preacher, what kind of work... Is, man, I'm talking about the, the work of the gospel. The, the work of sinners getting saved. Man, we've seen some people born again here recently at our church. God, God doesn't need... And I, I, that's what I want. I want a, a conservative to be in the White House. I, I want the economy to be running smoothly. Uh, I'd rather there be no such thing as inflation. But God's still saving sinners in spite of all of these things. And we cannot allow ourselves to be distracted Oh, hey, did you know what uh, Nehemiah said when he was up on the wall and old Sanballat came and tried to, uh, amen, to distract him? I just need to let that preach today. I can't stand it when people try to preach. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, amen. I mean, you know, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to distract you away from the work. You know what we need to we need to focus and we need to concentrate not on all of the 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 peripheral things, all of the side shows. You know what the devil uses to distract us? Y'all know I'm preaching to the preacher today, right? Can I? Amen. The Lord uses hey, Sam to distract me, or Mike. I get each other. God or the devil uses other people to distract us and to get our The focus of our attention off of the great work. Dad said it. Nehemiah told Sandbell to take a hike. He said, I'm doing a great work and I cannot come. I ain't got time for you, devil. I got a work to do. Friend, I want to remind you time's running out. Amen. I must work the works of Him. I must work the work of Him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man could. You better get busy doing a great work for God today and now because night's coming. There's just a sliver of light left and when that door closes, hey, aren't you thankful Noah did a great work? before the, hey, you can't wait till the flood comes to do a great work for God. You better get busy before the opportunity is over. And I'm afraid I'm going to look back on my life and I'm going to say, oh, I, what I would have done, what I could have done, what I should have done. But He used all of these things to defeat me and to distract me and to take my the focus of my attention off of the work that God had for me to do. Friend, I'm just telling you that in spite of all this mess going on in our world to do, there is still a great work. And when you stand before Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ, you're not gonna use, you're not gonna be able to use the presidential situation as an excuse for your negligence. Amen. You're not gonna be able to use the political arena as an excuse why you could not. You know there's more of an opportunity to make a difference for Jesus today than there ever has been. The darker the night, the brighter the light will shine. We got more work to do today than we ever... We need to get busy being a part of the work that God... Y'all's in trouble now, I got to preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to do a great work. All things work together. Don't ever Don't ever discount or miss out on what you perceive to be the smallest or slightest opportunity to make a difference for Jesus. Anthony mentioned it this this morning, but he also talked about it yesterday. You know, during the passing of his sister, what he thought was a tragedy, and it was. But God... Used him. God gave him an opportunity to make a difference. Uh, That's the redemptive plan of God. All things work together for good. God can take a mess and turn it into a miracle. God can take bad and make good out of it. And the worse it is, the more the, the greater of an opportunity that He gets to get glory out of your life. But we've got to cooperate. Amen? We've got to submit our lives. Uh, Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Production. And the vessel. I'm glad I'm one of his vessels. I used to be one of the devil's vessels. I could be on the wheel of Satan this morning. But I am on the Lord's wheel, and I am in the process of being made into a vessel of honor. Do you know the truth is, every person here today is either one of the Lord or one of the devil's vessels. Either you're on Jesus' wheel or you're on Satan's wheel. Ain't no middle ground. You better make sure you're on the right wheel today. Amen. I used to be on the wrong wheel, amen, but I changed wheels. And now I have the great privilege and honor to be one of God's vessels. 2 Timothy 2, 20, 21, In a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified, and meet from the master's use, and prepared unto every good boy, there's a lot of preaching right there. Do you know another? It, it, how you, either, either you are either the vessel of your life is a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. Amen. Either your life is bring, bringing glory to the Potter, or it's bringing shame and reproach to the one that loved you enough to put you on His wheel. But God wants us, and in order to be a vessel of honor, you've got to be sanctified. You say, preacher, what does that mean? That means separate, set apart. That means holy. The Lord ain't going to use a dirty vessel. We've got to keep our lives clean so we can be prepared unto every good work. Amen? You need to prepare your life. And friend, there are no limitations. God can use any, and in fact, God wants to use all, all of His vessels to do a great work for God. God can use young people. God can use children. To be a vessel used by God to do a great work. Never limit yourself as far as what God is able and wants to do with your life. If you'll just be sanctified. If you'll just present yourself a a living sacrifice every day, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Uh It's the least you can do. (laughs) Be prepared. Look for opportunities. To let God use your life to make a difference. I'm telling you, friend, what an honor it is that in, uh, amen, in this world God doesn't owe us nothing but yet He gives us the opportunity to be His vessels, to be on His will and to be used to make a difference in a lost and dying world. Man, we ought to shout it out just that we're on His will in one of His vessels. Composition that He made of clay. I don't ever want to forget what I'm made out of. I don't ever want to convince myself or to think of myself more highly than I really am. Friend, the day that you think you're anything other than clay is the day that you're disqualified from being one of the Lord's vessels. See, the Lord starts using us. And when God starts using us, then, oh, look at me. Look what God! Look what I'm doing! No, it ain't you. You're just the vessel. He's the Potter. (laughs) I don't know how many times I've heard Brother Roberts say this. He said, "I ain't nothing but a lump of clay." I I mean, what's clay? Can you think of anything of less value than clay? (laughs) That's right, just a lump of mud. But I, I'm telling you, in, in the right hands of somebody that knows what he's doing, you can do a lot with clay. You can make mud, pie, mud pies out of clay. I wouldn't recommend eating them. <laughs> when I was growing up, we used to, I, I'm, I'm confessing my sins, Sam. We used to take mud, mud balls and hit cars with them as they was going down the road. <laughs> I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> Y'all, here, there's the halo, preach. I'd never do something like that. You did worse, David. <laughs> but I'm telling you, in the hands of the Master Potter, God can use a mess. That's all mud is, is a mess. Aren't you thankful he was willing to wait out in the mud pit and lift you up out of the mess of your sin and set you on His wheel? And mold you and make you into a vessel. Meat for the master's use. I'm nothing but a lump of clay. But yet God gives me the, the blessed privilege to be one of His vessels. Yes, thank you, Father God. He lifted me up out of that horrible pit. Out of the miry clay. Oh, if you'd get out of this, you'd act like something other than a Baptist. <laughs> That's what we need to do is get, get, out, get out of There ain't nothing. I'm nothing but a lump of clay, Sam. He picked me up out of that horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet on the potter's wheel of solid rock. And he established my goings, put a new song in my mouth, even a song of what? Praise unto the Lord my God. That's what we vessels of clay need to, jars of clay need to start doing is praising the Lord. If a rock can praise Him, then a vessel of clay can too. Amen. Don't you ever forget where you come from. If you you never get over your past, that you come from the mud pit, then you'll never get over the blessed privilege of all to be a servant of the living God. I'm just a lump of clay, but God's turned me into a vessel. Meet for the master's use. Some of you didn't get, I was nothing but a lump of clay, Robert, but God let me be a vessel. Meet for the master's use. And maybe you're the one in the clay. Maybe you're in the mud pit today. His arm is long enough to reach down to where you're at. There's no pit Too deep for God to lift you up out of it. Amen? And He loves you enough. He's willing to get His hands dirty to get down into the mud pit and bring you up out of it. And by the way, if the Lord was willing to get dirty to bring us up, we ought to be willing to get dirty to bring others up too. I won't charge you for that one. I mean, God was willing to get His hands dirty for us, but amen, We're too good to get down there into the mulch and the mire with them old, dirty, filthy, rotten sinners. Huh? Amen. The the greatest blessing that you could ever have is to be a vessel that God could use to lift somebody up out of the pit of sin. Contamination. It was marred. Anybody ever know what it is for the vessel of your life to become marred? Now, I know y'all that was here Wednesday, you've already heard it, but you know what? I see a lot of marred vessels this morning. You see, the truth of the matter is, all of our vessels have blemishes. Places of imperfections, flaws. Uh, and and guess what? The potter knows it. The potter sees it. Many times we don't. But what does he? What does the potter use to reveal and to bring the light? Bring to light the marred places. It's pressure. Anybody know what it is to be under the pressure of the hands of the potter? You know know what, I don't like pressure. I I like it when the potter just cuddles me in, in his gentle hands. But then all of a sudden, putting a little pressure on my life. How you respond to the pressure of the potter has a lot to say about whether or not he can use you. How you respond to the pressure of the potter's hands will determine just how much or how little he can use you. You know why the Lord's not able to use a lot of his vessels? Because we don't respond the right way to the pressures of the potter's hands. <laughs> and I'm preaching to Nick Bailey. I like it when I feel his gentle, the gentle touch. But I don't like it when he turns the pressure. And he begins to mold my life to form and fashion my life. Not into the image I want to be, but into the image that He has in mind. And and I begin to resist and I don't cooperate with the molding and the making and the reforming and the refashioning and the refurbishing of the potter's hand. And I want to resist the molding process. The worst thing you can do is to try. I mean, how? I'm getting ready to show you. How and why and what right do we think that we, as nothing more than lumps of clay, we think we have the, the right or even the ability to resist the molding hands of the Master Potter? You foolish. You're wasting your time to try to put up a fight against. Can I ask you this today? Is your life pliable? Is your life moldable? Do you trust the potter enough to be willing to submit? Even when he turns the pressure up? Yeah, my old dog. I I, I love my dog. And I wish everybody loved me the way my dog loved me. I could kick her and beat her, and I don't. And she'd still, I love you. (laughs) Amen, ain't nothing like the love of a pup, amen. But man, she has learned to trust my hands. And she loves to just get up into my lap. And man, I could do whatever I wanted to Because she trusts my hands. Do you trust the hands of the potter? Amen. You say, oh, when he's rubbing on me and when he's petting me, yeah, but what about when he turns the pressure up? Uh-huh. Did you know this morning you can trust the hands of the potter just as much under pressure as you can when he pets you? Amen. God help me, Jesus. Jesus. You know, this passage as well as other passages refer to the vessels as being vessels of honor. You know, the truth of the matter is, I'm not a vessel of honor yet because I'm still going through the molding process. Can I I tell you what is certainly part of God's will for every one of the potter's vessels. People all the all time coming up to me, you know, preacher, what is God's will for my life? Well, let me just give you the basic definition of God's will for your life as one of the potter's vessels, and that is for your life to be conformed into the image of God's Son. <laughs> he wants more than anything else to mold you and to make you as one of His vessels Not into the image of the vessel you want to be, but into the image of Jesus Christ. So let's just ask ourselves today, does your life look as much like Jesus as it should? (laughs) How many of you would admit, let's just take the halos off, preacher, my life could look look a little bit more like Jesus than what it does right now. (laughs) And all that ought to be a goal for you. Oh God, would you... you know, again, I'm willing to submit myself and my life to the molding process uh, and allow you to turn the pressure up on my life or put me through the fire because my desire is to be as much like my Savior. See, that's why I'd say I'm not a vessel of honor yet because there's still some marred places that the potter's trying to get out. And I need to cooperate, and I need to submit myself unto His hands of pressure so that he could get those marred places out. But I got some news for you, friend. For those of us whose lives are not nearly as much like Jesus as they ought to be one of these days, the vessel of your life's going to look just exactly like Jesus. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Amen. I ain't what I used to be. I, I'm, I'm not always what I should be. There's still some hard places, but at least I ain't in a mud pit. Amen. But one of these days I'm going to be in heaven's trophy's case. I'm going to be a vessel of honor and a vessel of glory. Boy, y'all's mis- mess messing up a good message. I'd preach to one o'clock. Possession in the hands of the potter. And notice even if it's even in its marred condition, the vessel was still in the hands of the potter. Are you thankful today? that He didn't throw the clay away. Aren't you glad that even as a marred vessel, God is in the refurbishing business. He's in the remanufacturing. He's, t- he's, he's able to restore your life. Even when He finds defections. Reclamation. So He made it again. He's a God of second chances. He's not in the business of throwing away the clay. Distinction into another vessel. Friend, can I just say to you this morning that there are many different kinds of vessels in the Lord's cupboard. Don't try to be a uh, a vessel that looks like somebody else. Be the vessel that God has created you to be. God's will for our lives is for none of us to be exactly the same. God's purpose is unity. But His plan is not uniformity. He is a God of distinction. And we need to get out of this process of trying to conform one another into our image. Do you know, I know a lot of preachers like that. They stand behind the pulpit Sunday after Sunday and what they're trying to do, the main purpose of their preaching is to conform their congregation into their own image. If there's anything y'all to be thankful for, you got a pastor that ain't in the business and trying to make y'all like me. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's, that'd be pretty bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you to raise your hand if you want to be, be like... No, I ain't going to do that. Praise God. Amen. Be who God made you to be. Be the kind of vessel that God created you to be and not like somebody else. All right, finally. I've done this long enough when I know I better wrap it up. Y'all's hungry. Don't miss this. This is the most important part dominion. Verse number four. As it seemed good to who? As it seemed good to who? The potter to make it. The condition and the kind of vessel was not up to the clay, it was up to the potter. He's the potter, we're the clay. We must resign and submit ourselves to being the kind of vessels, not that we want to be, but that He wants us to be. Did you know that's why some of us are not vessels meet for the Master's use? Prepared unto every good work because we're not moldable, we're not pliable, we're not willing to submit ourselves not to our will, but to Thine be done. Lord, I'm willing to let You form me into the kind of vessel I want to be, but I'm not willing to surrender my life and let you turn me into the kind of vessel you want. I got news for you. The kind of vessel you want to be may not be the kind of vessel God wants you to be. And you better get to that point to where you're willing to be who He wants you to be. And and not not just who you want to be, but who others want you to be. That's where a lot of us mess up. Because we're more pliable and we're more responsive to the pressure of others than we are the pressure of the potter. I don't ever want to get to the point, Matt, where I'm more responsive to the pressure of other vessels than I am the master potter. Let me give you this passage, and we're done. Turn with me as we conclude this morning to Romans chapter 9. A lot of things I don't understand about this passage. This is a very deep. (laughs) I hope you all know. I I ain't got everything about the Bible figured out. Neither do you. (laughs) But God does, right? Romans chapter 9, verse 19. When you get there, say amen. amen. We conclude with this this morning. That means you'll be out in at least 30 minutes. I'm just kidding. Verse 19. Thou wilt say then unto me, Why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? See, more of us are are more concerned about our will instead of his will. Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? The potter does not have to answer to you regarding how he forms and fashions the various characteristics of your life. He has the right to turn you into whatever kind of vessel He wants you to be. Hath not the potter power over the clay? Can I say that to you today, that the potter has power over the clay? Let me say it again. The potter has power over the clay. Of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor. What if God, willing to show His wrath and to make His power known, endured with much long suffering? Aren't you thankful that God is long suffering towards His vessels? I'd have thrown my life away into. I'd, I'd have thrown me back into the mud pit a long time ago. Of wrath fitted to destruction. And that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared unto glory. See what Paul's doing here, he's making a contrast between the Jews and the Gentiles. The Jews took pleasure in the fact that they were God's chosen vessels. On the other hand, the Gentiles were vessels of wrath. Fitted to dest- you know, that's all you were before God saved you was a vessel of wrath fitted for destruction. But you can read on down and it says that's who you were, a vessel of wrath fit for destruction. But now you're a vessel of grace and you're a vessel of mercy in spite of the mars, in spite of the flaws, in spite of the faults, in the blemishes and the fact that, that the potter has every right and reason to throw you back into the mud pit any time he so chooses to do so. But yet he shows mercy on your life. And he has of yet in spite of those flaws and blemishes thrown the clay of the way. And you're still in the potter's hands. So you were a vessel of wrath fit for destruction. Now you're a vessel of mercy. And a vessel of grace. See, I'm talking about my past. Who I used to be. Versus who I am now. But then he talks about who I'm going to be. One of these days, I'm going to be a vessel of honor. And a vessel of glory. That brings praise. Under the name of my Savior. One of these days, God is going to put you on display in heaven. He's going to show you off. See, a lot of, that's the problem a lot of Christians trying to show off now. Ain't nothing worth about my vessel worth showing up, showing, showing off except the potter. God forbid that I would try to bring glory into myself when I'm nothing more than a lump of clay. But one of these days I'm going to be a finished product. After I've been tried by fire, I will come forth as pure gold, and I'm going to shine in the glory and the image of God's Son, and the vessel of my life's going to look just exactly like Jesus. And I'm going to be on display in the cupboard in the China cabinet of heaven as God shows me off and say, "Look at my vessel, look at who He was. He was in the mud pit. He was marred. He wasn't worth a dime, but yet I lifted him up. I put him on the wheel. I molded him. I made him. I put him under pressure, put him through the fire, and now he's shining as one of my vessels of glory and vessels of honor. Let's all stand today. Grace, you come. Master, got to say, yeah, go ahead. You've been preaching all over a song that I've been listening to. Uh oh. Uh oh. Amen. Amen. That's That's good, Sam. That's good, brother. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Preacher, I'm one of the Lord's vessels. Pray that I would trust the hands of the potter. Pray that I would respond even when the potter puts my life under pressure. Amen? Would you raise your hand today? Preacher, the truth of the matter is, I am under pressure. And I have been resisting the potter. Pray that I would cooperate Pray that my life would be pliable and moldable and that I would be willing to let the potter do with me and through me whatever it is he so chooses to do in and through my life. Not my will, but thine. Be done all over the house. Hands are going up. Pray that I would take advantage of the opportunity that God gives me to be a vessel, meet for the Master's work. Pray that I would let God use me to make a difference in a lost and dying world. Pray that I would allow God to take my life and bring others up out of a pit of sin the same way that He brought me out all over the house. Hands are going up. Preacher, I'm marred. I'm scarred. I'm broken. The devil's trying to convince me I am of no use, of no worth or value. And I walked into the house today thinking that that God might throw the clay away. But I have been reminded this morning that I'm still in the hands of the potter all over the house. Christian, if you need to come, why don't you just come, just bow it the Savior's feet jump up into His arms and let Him do in and through you what He wants to do maybe there's somebody here this morning that's lost you're in the pit friend I don't care how deep of a pit you're in you may be in danger of drowning in a pit of quicksand and mud that is quickly overwhelming your life Friend, if you just look up, you'd see a, an arm outstretched that's reaching down to rescue you and put you on the potter's wheel. Friend, he's reaching down, trying to pull you up, but you have got to be willing to grab a hold of his outstretched arm. You've got to be willing to cooperate or you'll die in the mulch, and the mire, or the clay. One last thing. It's time for God's vessels to become burdened about other sinners that are perishing in the mud pit. Father in heaven, I love you. I've done my best to preach the Word of God. Lord, I pray your people will respond as you would have them to. Lord, if there might be one today that's lost, I pray as you are reaching down to them, I pray that they'd reach up and grasp a hold of the hands of the potter. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As Miss Grace plays, only trust Him. Why don't you mind the Lord and why don't you come forward? Mom, would you, would you pray with Mary, please? Somebody else today? God would have you to come while these are praying how about it friend are you saved do you know Jesus as your savior are you drowning in the mud pit of sin the long arm of Christ is reaching down trying to bring you out why don't you grab a hold of his hand Why don't you put your little hand into the Savior's big hand? He'll pull you out of the pit. He'll set you on the wheel. It'll make you a vessel of honor when it's all said and done. Are you lost, friend? Do you know Jesus? Has there ever been a time in your life where you repented of your sin and called on His name? Friend, one thing I'd say is if you truly are one of the Lord's vessels, you'll be on His will. Don't you say you're one of the Lord's vessels, but yet you spend more time on the devil's will than you do God's. You're misguided. You're confused. While these are praying, why don't you come today? Do you know Christ? Christ. If you go to hell, you'll do so in spite of the outstretched arms of the master potter. And you won't have nobody to blame but yourself. Don't go to hell over the outstretched arms of the potter. Some are still praying, how about you, friend? Are you saved? Do you know Jesus? Jesus. Why would He give you the time of day? Why would He care about you or me when we're nothing but lumps of clay? But He cares so much that He'd be willing to to wait out. He'd be willing to get dirty so He could pull you out and make you one of His vessels. Why don't you come, friend? While these still pray, Amen. Some are still responding. Turn. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. All God's people said. Amen. Amen. Appreciate your presence today. We'll have services again at 6. Dad, I think, has something real quick he needs to say. He's not as long-winded as I am, so just give him just a moment of your time, and we will be dismissed.
1: Just a couple things, right quick. Um, next Saturday is the third Saturday, so at 11 o'clock in the morning, we'll meet again at the Green County Courthouse for uh, prayer for our country, for uh, our communities, our churches, our families. And this is the twenty fourth consecutive month that we've gathered down there, and you know thank God for that. I think God's pleased with that and those of you that have been you know it's it's always a a blessing, and I hope that you'll make plans to be there now. I know next Saturday is also the, the downtown car show and uh iris festival, but I mean that's just even more reason that we need to be there showing you know that we we want to honor God even in, in this time and uh, we have to maybe talk a little louder to get over the noise. But please come out and support this. And we're gonna make next Saturday specifically the emphasis because it's going to be on sanctity of life and we're gonna have special emphasis on prayer for our Supreme Court justices and the Roe versus Wade decision. So make it make an effort to be there. You know, we're only there usually forty five minutes or so, and surely, you know, we can take out forty five minutes of our, our week and you know be there for something as important as that. Our country needs God right now. This is a critical time in our, our country's uh, uh, history, so we need, to, we need to come out and support this. I, know, I, I always remember something that Kevin Morrison, our county mayor, said the first time I ever contacted him about this, the first time we did this, to get permission to be down there. I invited him, and he started to say, well, I've got to, and then he stopped. And he said, well, he said, I don't guess there's anything I've got to do that's more important than that, so I'll be there. And he's been there several times, and we appreciate that. But please make an effort to be there if you, if you can. The second thing, right quickly, I know you thought you were finished with uh, golf, course or golf tournament commercials, uh, but we've got our second annual uh, tournament coming up, our Hopes Cry tournament, to support the Allen Family Ministry. It's going to be at Graysburg. Uh, June the fourth, that's three weeks from yesterday. Uh, so if you can help support that, there are flyers back in the back, sponsor sheets and you know flyers that if you can you know, post those flyers somewhere, if you can sponsor this in, in some way, of course we need teams, we need sponsors, we need donations for gift, for door prizes, the same sort of thing that Nick's been talking about for, for the last month. But we, you know, some of you helped us with that last year. If you can't this year, that's, that's not a problem. I know it may be hard to do to do both, but we appreciate it. And we especially, the most important thing we do in that, in that tournament, as far as I'm concerned, we do, we have tee box signs printed with the Romans Road Bible verses on them. And, you know, there's nothing more important than to get out the gospel, and we try to use this as an evangelistic outreach to people so that people maybe never darken the door of the church we'll still be exposed to the salvation's plan and we do it in sequence and try to you know just re- go take them right down the road as they're playing golf they stand there waiting to the tee off they've got to see those signs so uh you know if you can help support us that'd be great if not that's not a problem either but uh, if you can you know take a couple flyers and post them somewhere you can take those flyers and pull down nick's posters and put ours up <laughs> okay but that's all i've got this morning i guess we dismissed nick All right, Matt, please.